0: Welcome to another episode of Checking In with the Family. A special thanks goes out to Sophie Spivey for our new intro music. Today, I chatted with my honorary grandmother, and maybe yours as well, Fran Crouch. She's been an Ackland fixture since 1956. Sit down, relax, and enjoy this conversation. Hello, Miss Fran. How are you?
1: Oh, I'm fine, J.P., how are you today?
0: I'm doing good. I've been looking forward to this.
1: Well, I have, too. I have, too.
0: So how are you and Bill? What What's going on?
1: Well, we're still confined to this building. We have not been out out of the building since first week in March.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: My brother passed away the 8th of March, and two days later, we went to his funeral. Hmm. In, uh, down in um, Summertown, Tennessee, and that's the last time we've been out. But we're going out Tuesday. Hey. September the 1st. We're looking forward to it. We have actually had some doctors or uh, eye doctor's appointments or bills, cardiologists, or whatever, but nothing major, and they've asked us here if it was not major, Um if it's just a follow-up to try to postpone it so that's what we've done okay but Bill does need to see his eye doctor he has a cornea specialist in the Cool Springs our daughter's gonna take us but I asked the director here if we could go spend some time out our granddaughter has moved out off of um, out in edge of murray county they bought a little uh, place with some acreage and uh, if we could ride out there if we wore a mask and didn't get out he said well if you've got a doctor's appointment you might take the long way home (laughs) we're going to take a long way home (laughs) Uh, we're going to go to our old house there in creve hall
0: oh yeah
1: our grandson is living there now Uh because You know, they bought the house that he's living there now. And he didn't want me to come until he knew I was coming and the house would be real clean. (laughs) (laughs) Because he has some dogs. But um, I think he had a, yesterday, uh, somebody came to clean for him. But he's going to be there. He's off from work on Tuesday.
0: Oh, great.
1: They have done some uh, changes on our house. And I haven't seen those changes. So uh that's what we're going to do. we're going to see those changes and we're going to spend some time and my another granddaughter that has four-year-old twin boys she's going to be there so we're going to get to see me with her and the twin boys and cliff who lives there uh, and then we'll come back to cool springs to the uh, eye doctor and then we're going down to off carter's creek pike at the edge of uh, murray county to see where my, uh, my granddaughter's new place. So we have two granddaughters that, uh, that are Jan's, you know, Jan's daughter, and she has those three children, Cliff, Claire, and Emily. Uh-huh. And here's the one that's moved in there. She has a two, two little girls. She has one that's in the second grade at Spring Hill uh-huh. School, and then she has a, a three-year-old and they FaceTime me a lot, and that is so wonderful. I guess mm-hmm. With Bill and I both just really do enjoy that, but all of them do. And um, Emily, who has the twin boys now, those boys are four. Oh, wow. are identical twins, and they are rounders. <laughs> she has a little girl, too, that's a first grader and Franklin Elementary School. Okay and then we have another uh little grandson in chattanooga that's in kindergarten and so we oh, wow. yeah we get to that's steve you know you remember steve that's steve oh, yeah. that's steve's grandson
0: well it's great to have all this technology so you can see them and kudos yeah. kudos to you guys for being able to operate all that too
1: yeah well we we really do enjoy that we we get to FaceTime them all the time, so that is it's really nice. But as far as um, here, um, we have a wonderful activities director that has tried to keep us happy. And <laughs> since we can't get out, we're always doing something fun. Today, mm-hmm. this past week, we had a, a we had it's just what was to call A just a Western day, and oh. every- Fine. Western outfits. And we had this country music guy that came and sang, but he couldn't come in the building. But if you remember, you go through those two front doors, stood out on the sidewalk, and they opened those two doors, and we were inside, and he, they had a speaker, and we got to hear that. So we have a lot of entertainment.
0: Oh, that's fun.
1: And good food. So. We we know they're taking good care of us. We have not had one single care, uh, case of the virus here.
0: Oh, what a blessing!
1: Yes, it is. It's really been a blessing, and we've all been tested. And uh, they take our temperature every day. That uh, they make sure we wear a mask. We wear a mask to the dining room. And okay. We take them off to eat. <laughs> we're we're distance enough that we can. Talks on everybody, so that's what's going on. Now, as far as Bill, and <clears throat> we'll say that his Parkinson is really uh, more uh, pro- pronounced. He's um, most of the time he's in a wheelchair. Uh, he he walks some. He's getting some therapy, but he walks the best he can. But uh, since we live at the end of the hall, uh, he's in a lightweight wheelchair that Don, bless his heart, gave us that because it belonged to his mother. Oh, neat. Yeah, and uh, it's easy to push. And so everybody, the RAs here, the Resident Assistants do everything for me. They um, do all my laundry. They um, do uh, everything they possibly can. Um, They do that, they make up my bed. And I don't have to do anything. And then we have a housekeeper that keeps our apartment clean. And so my only job is to take care of Bill. And so living through those vows we made. Yeah? (laughs) Yeah. Bill will be 94.
0: 94. Wow.
1: The uh, 29th of next month, he'll be 94. And, of course, I've hit 90 now. I don't feel. I I'd feel at ninety, but I—the Lord's blessed me.
0: Amen. Now you mentioned you use that expression, "living up to the vows you had made," or something. How many years have you guys been married?
1: Sixty-eight.
0: Sixty-eight.
1: We're wow. Gonna make, we're gonna make it to seventy. You just wait and see.
0: <laughs> I look forward to it. Wow, sixty-eight years.
1: We had a granddaughter that got married last year on our anniversary. She said that she was uh, hoping to live as long, that they would have as long as us. But I think <laughs> we were older than we were. But we weren't kids. I was almost 22, and Bill was almost 25. Okay. How
0: did, you, how did you guys meet? I don't know that I've ever heard this story. How did you guys meet?
1: Well, Bill's sister, Edna, that used to come to have-
0: Oh, yes. Mm-hmm.
1: When I got left Lipscomb, I went to work at Old First American Bank in the trust department. Mm-hmm. Edna, we, then, had a stock transfer department. We, you know, actually had big accounts, like we had Genesco. So, uh, Edna and Buford knew each other back then before she ever started coming to Ackland. Wow. Yeah, because it was with Genesco. But it, she introduced us. It was a blind date. Some of the bank people and, uh, and Bill, she, she invited Bill. We went to a wiener roast out in Shelby Park. And uh, we dated for two years. And we were dating other people. And we just had a good time together. Yeah. And that friendship just grew into a little bit more than that. And so we... Wow. I was just looking at some stuff the other day I was talking about uh when we got married we got married at uh first Presbyterian Church there on Belmont oh yeah, it was the old one before it burned it that would burn uh, and um and the reason for that was I didn't have a home church here
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um i when I was in Lipscomb I went to several weddings there and it was they had this I'd known about well, Ackland wasn't there then.
0: <laughs>
1: it was it looked it was a lot like Ackland looks now, and I kind of liked the idea of a pipe organ. And so the woman that um, played there regularly, uh, I hired her, and then a young man whose name was Bob Riggs at Lipscomb sang at our wedding. So that's where we had our had our wedding there. Oh wow. And we went to, you'll enjoy this. But, uh, we went first to Memphis to uh, stay at the Peabody. And oh,
0: yeah.
1: we, we looked at some old things and we've back, been back to Peabody lots of anniversaries. But uh, we looked, I uh, found the, what we paid for that night mm-hmm. nine dollars
0: nine dollars
1: that's a pretty body a lot but we should sure paid a lot more after that oh yeah <laughs> we went on to the gulf coast and spent our honeymoon down near uh new orleans spent a lot of time in new orleans and one place we stayed we still had the receipt from that one it was eight dollars and 16 cents
0: <laughs> and hey, you mentioned you mentioned going to college at lipscomb back then Did many women go to college? And one of the reasons I asked that is now it seems like there's more women that go to college than men. You know, uh, college is normally 55, sometimes even 60% female. Were there many women that went to college back then?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, And first we lived in Sewell Hall. Okay. And the cafeteria was in the basement of Sewell Hall. And then um, the next. After that, we lived in Johnson Hall. Okay. We never put our foot in Elam Hall. <laughs> the storm.
0: The men's storm, okay.
1: Yeah. So that campus has changed so much since then. But. Uh,
0: what did you major in?
1: English. Language okay. English, and that's what I taught later. And um, my roommate and I still are together. We, uh, after. We had, uh, we lived together after school, had apartments together, and we got married within six weeks of each other. Really? Always so close, and her children called us aunt and uncle, and my children called them aunt and uncle, and bless her heart, she's lost her husband, but mm. she's still living, and uh, talked to her on my birthday, and she'll be 90 in September, she'll be old. On-
0: that's a long friendship. That's wonderful.
1: Oh, it is. It is very special.
0: Now we were telling stories the other day when I was talking to you, kind of getting ready for this. And you were mentioning why you first, why you guys first came to Ackland for church. What what was the story there?
1: Well, that was because we moved in that neighborhood that I was telling. Oh. oh yeah. We moved in that neighborhood because Bill was um, with parks board and uh, we, uh, um, Parks had a house up near Sevier Park, and right there at the parking lot. And uh, we moved there because we could live there cheap and save money to build a house, and that's what we did. But we lived there, I don't guess, oh, five, six years. But we started going to Ackland then, and we just loved Ackland. We loved the people, and um, there were the elders. We had five elders, and they were all older. But everybody lived in that neighborhood. It was an all-white neighborhood, and everybody lived in that neighborhood that came to Ackland. And, uh,
0: what did you call the neighborhood back then? Because, you know, we call it 12 South or Edge Hill now. What did you refer to it as?
1: Waverly Belmont.
0: Waverly Belmont, okay.
1: Well, yeah, Waverly Belmont, more of that. Uh, we did, um, we had a lot, uh, that's when Lakeshore was across the street. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a, a lot of connections with, uh, with them, with uh, Lakeshore. And later on, Bill drove a bus after we'd been there a good while. Bill drove a bus to Lipscomb, and we picked up Lipscomb students. And he also drove one over to Lakeshore, and we brought oh, wow. a lot of the ladies over there. And um, we had a you know, good relationship with Lakeshore.
0: And so you guys lived in the neighborhood and raised your kids coming to Ackland to church?
1: We raised, well, the two boys, uh, I guess we lived there till Ken was born there and Ken was about five or six when we left. When we, when we moved rather, we didn't leave Ackland. We moved out to Creve Hall, we still came back. And from Creve Hall, we moved out on Old Hickory Boulevard to the farm that some of them, um, the Lipscomb students loved it when we were out there, because they came out there a lot. Bill had a big garden, and uh, okay. the winter roast that Anka um, and Eric have now, we had the winter roast then. ride,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, Hayride, and uh, I know that one girl told me, she said, this is the social event of the year.
0: <laughs> well, I still think of it that way. I love I love it every year now that it's uh, going to Eric and Anka's. It's fun. We look forward to it.
1: Yeah. I will tell you one thing. When Brian Thornton first started coming to Ackland, his hair was down on his shoulders. Really? Yes. And we had a side porch. And this, this, um, I guess he had a truck then, I'm not sure. But anyway, came out and this young man came out of the. Out of and then I thought, who is that? <laughs> and cut his hair. <laughs> so that uh, it was really nice, really good thing.
0: And now You you were telling me a funny story about one of your kids at Ackland and something about a hat. What was that story? Oh, well, of course,
1: back in the early days when we dressed up for church, really dressed up, which was really silly, but uh, – <laughs> Women wore hat and gloves, but of course, even those days, if we went, went downtown shopping, we dressed up. But I love big hats. And Steve got sick and vomited in church.
0: Oh, no, in the church.
1: Oh, yeah, in the church building. And somebody was kidding me and said, why don't you take off that big hat and let him do that in the hat? <laughs> and the men would have to come and clean up. He went out a lot. He was a little boy.
0: You know, there's, there's a lot of stories of people getting sick during worship, and it's, it's never funny at the time. But afterwards, there's some good jokes about it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I have to remind Steve that I told everybody that. <laughs> Steve was, um, he was a year old when we started coming to Ackland. And then later we had Ken. He was born um, while we lived on, up on Argyle. And, um, and of course, Jan wasn't born a little bit after that. But all three of my children, uh, that's all the only church they ever knew until they left home. Mm -hmm. So they were all baptized at Ackland, Mm -hmm. different ministers. And as I told you before, we had, Bill and I counted 11 preachers. Oh, wow. That we had at Ackland um, two that we had uh, Howard White and Jennings Davis. Now Jennings was in Lipscomb when I was okay, but, but they they both preached at Ackland, but they both went to Pepperdine. Hmm. And one time when I was uh, well, I've been on Pepperdine campus twice, but one time when I was there and something was named for Howard White, and I told the little girl that was touring us. <laughs> that that was, he preached for us and she was really impressed with that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I bet. That's a neat story. Yeah. What kept, so I know the church changed a lot. The neighborhood changed a lot. You guys live different places, but yet Ackland was always a consistent part of your life. Why did you guys stay at Ackland so long when not everybody did?
1: Well, we loved it. I mean, it was just home to us. It, Mm. It
0: was
1: just, we just felt like We no, we drove past many churches, you know, to come to Ackland, but we liked that, the feeling that Ackland had. And uh, I don't know, we just never considered going anywhere else. My children didn't want to go anywhere else. And that uh, that not where to go. There's nowhere else to go. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, we really we love coming back, and it didn't take that long to get to church. Yeah, we had people visit us from Creve Hall wanting us to come there, and Creve Hall didn't need us. <laughs> yeah, you know, the interstates were all built. Of course, we just hit the interstate to go to Ackland.
0: Yeah, you get there fast then. Yeah, what do you what do you miss the most about Ackland? Like when you when you and Bill are or chatting and reflecting, what are the things you miss the most?
1: Well, like Judy, I miss just coming inside the door. (laughs) Uh, You know, just feel home there. Um, I miss miss the people that went from way back. I still miss those people. And then I miss everybody that's there now uh, because there are few new members that you have that Bill and I aren't that familiar with. All the other uh, people, <clears throat> and I—I I really am very—I really mean this. I felt like they were my children mm-hmm. because they, you know, I, and I miss having <clears throat> having people in my home.
0: Yeah. Well, I know everyone thinks of you as a grandmother or a mother or a great-grandmother? I hope so. It's family.
1: Yeah, it's family. I felt God was in the building. I felt God was in building. Oh,
0: <laughs> did you hear what he said? he say something about Don?
1: No, he said he felt God was in that building.
0: God, mm. yeah. I have felt that many times. I
1: will tell you after we, when we first uh, built that house in Cream Hall and moved out there, uh, the elders made Bill a deacon. I think they were afraid we did. <laughs> <laughs> they did make him a deacon and later on, of course, he became an elder and he was an elder for years and years. But um, I can't talk about it too much without getting teary.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: what I miss but uh, the most I'll tell you some good years we had Uh, I've told y'all this story before Uh, the neighborhood changed (laughs) it was no longer Waverly Belmont anymore even those big gorgeous homes down uh, down the street from there it was just, so most of our members, like us, moved out, you know, in the suburbs, but they didn't come back to Ackland to church. Mm-hmm. And one elder that left, and I won't call the name, they were good good friends of ours for years, but uh, they uh, just felt like they moved to Hall and they felt like that they needed to go to church in that neighborhood. Yeah, it was all right, but... Uh, we, we came back and I'm not patting our, us on the back at all. We came back because we wanted to it yeah. was it for us. but uh, when that neighborhood became a lot mostly black and they were good people and yeah. of course they didn't come to church there and I, I've told you many times about this little boy that lived over there. Our children would play after church would play out front. And this little boy came over and was playing with them. They were tossing a ball around. And he asked my Steve, said, can I see in there? And Steve got in the car and he says, Mom, that little boy I wanted to see inside our church building. he never had been living right there, but he'd never had seen that. Wow. Well, that was before we started the bus ministry. But uh, Joanne Daniel and I, da, uh, Damon Daniel, preached at Ackland and later McCamp uh, was an elder but uh, he uh, after he he was at one time was a principal at Lipscomb high school but uh, after he started another job he just couldn't uh, preach anymore he was too busy so he uh, he was he was born an elder but his wife and I started what we called a Thursday school we didn't work in the And so we canvassed that neighborhood. And we shouted almost when that first little black kid walked in that door. (laughs) A lot of children in the neighborhood that came to our Thursday school. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, a little bit later on, when we we had a preacher, his name was Ronnie Gower, and he was really helped up on bus ministry. And that's when we started bus ministry. We had three buses, and we picked those children up, three times a week and we had enough people to kind of take care of them then but then a lot of people still left and we got down to a small congregation very small congregation but we loved those kids we'd go joanne daniel and i would go up in the projects on saturday and visit our children uh, these old guys would be sitting around the on these tables, just talking, but they never bothered us at all. They knew why we were there. Yeah. But uh, we really learned to love those kids. And would you know that three of them have visited us here recently? One of Really? Them, yes. One of them now is a grandfather.
0: <laughs> so yes. a, a kid that was in the bus ministry is yes. now a grandfather?
1: yes. Uh, yeah, no, nah, uh, yeah, he is, but he was older then. Mm-hmm. They, um, he was a twin. His name is Fred, and his twin brother's Freddie.
0: Fred, Fred and Freddie.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Judy was coming there then, and Judy, uh, I've telling her all about it. But uh, he called me. He got my phone number from somebody, and uh, getting a call. Wait a minute. I was dot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you tell her she's next. I'm going to come interviewing
1: her. <laughs> okay. I'll call back in a little bit. Uh, she, she may be listening to this. I don't know. Um, but no, Fred called me, and um, he uh, wanted to come out. So they came out and had lunch with us. Oh, wow. No, that was before we were quarantined. And I hear from him every now and then, but uh, during this all this rioting, and everything, uh, he's on my face Facebook, and we both have said if everybody loved each other like we did, we would nobody would be rioting. <laughs> but he's a little goatee now and just gray. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's wonderful. That was just wonderful. Wow. My little girl that wanted to sit in my lap on the bus all the time. And she said, uh, she was just five then. And she told me one time, Miss Crouch, I'm gonna give you your brown sugar. And she, <laughs> 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 she gave me my brown sugar every time she sat with me. And Fred and Freddie's mother told me, now we didn't get any adults. We just got COVID. We would love to have got the adults, but they were, they were glad for their kids to get to go, I guess. But um, they'd get a piece of candy when they got off the bus. But we had to give it up when we had didn't have the personnel to take care of. Them. And some of the some of the boys got, you know, they got bigger and they were a little bit harder to uh, control. I don't say control, but to do much with. But we had that bus ministry for a good long while. And when we had to give it up, I felt so bad. I felt like we were just not doing what we should be doing. But that's about the time that the inner city started Yeah, and we gave all three of our buses to the inner city. So they took up where we left off. Good cool job.
0: Well, Ms. Fran, this has been wonderful. This has encouraged me in a lot of, a lot of different ways. And, uh, I kind of wanted to end the interview with just giving you an opportunity to just encourage everybody. Listen, this is the weirdest, with this pandemic, it's the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life, and people are stressed and anxious, and we're not getting to meet like we normally meet, and people are trying to do virtual school with their kids at home. Do you have any kind of parting words to encourage people?
1: Well, all I can say is, you know, God's in control, and it's going all in. And so we just have to keep faith in, the, in him that he's going to take care of all of it and, uh, just hang tight, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I know it's hard for all of you. It's hard for us not to be able to come back anymore, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, God knows we cannot.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: so we just, we do have to do the best we can do to worship here. We still uh, do every Sunday. We have communion and, um, uh, when we traveled a good bit, we I always took communion with us because we go by the scripture where two or more gathered. <laughs> Amen. And, and so I think it's wonderful though that you can uh, everybody can actually see each other. Mm-hmm. Everybody just has to, I'd say, just stay patient because I think God's going to take care of all of it. Yeah. And I know you miss each other because that's a loving congregation. It always has been, but I think, I don't know. I think in the last few years I've seen more closeness and loving than I ever have.
0: Wow. Well, you and Bill, um, are a big part of it and have been a big part of it for a long time. And, uh, and we love you very much. And I'll probably go ahead and, uh, wrap up the interview we can go ahead and chat here uh, some more here in a second but uh thanks for doing this
1: well i appreciate you asking me to do it and i love everybody there and y'all just keep kind of keep in touch because we we like that because you are my our family
0: thanks for listening if you'd like to be on a future episode give me a shout honestly I'd love to share the mic with anyone who'd like to host an episode themselves. Give me a holler if you have any ideas. More than that, let's keep encouraging each other. As Miss Friend reminded us, God is in control. Let's stay patient and love well. You've been listening to 900 Ackland Avenue, the podcast for the Ackland Avenue Church of Christ. If you'd like more information about our community, Our church website is http colon slash slash org. Thanks again for joining us. God bless.